Because knowing yourself isn't just another buzzword. Knowing yourself is the first step toward becoming the empowered individual you know you can be. Your healing comes through your willingness to feel and explore and to look back, not with eyes of victimhood and blame, but with eyes intent on understanding. Are you ready to journey inward? I'm your host, Shauna Galbrand. This is Know Yourself. Hello, beautiful soul. My name is Shauna Galbrand, and I am super excited to be here, and I'm so grateful that you are here, whether you are watching on YouTube or whether you are listening through my podcast. I appreciate you. No matter where you are in the world, no matter what time of the day or the night it is, that it is, no matter what you're doing, my hope is that you are healthy and happy and enjoying life and taking action steps towards those things in your life that fill you with a sense of passion or purpose, the things that interest you, the things that excite you, the things that you are curious about, taking steps, action steps to the degree you can, to the best of your ability, towards those things that light you up. I'm shuffling the cards for those of you who are listening. And as always, I will pull a spirit animal oracle card at the end of this recording. What I do when I am motivated to, when I am inspired to record a video or record audio for a podcast, I do both of them at the same time. So for those of you watching on YouTube right now, you can see my microphone right here. For those of you listening on the podcast, I'm looking over here at my computer because I'm watching Audacity record everything that I'm saying. So for those of you who are listening on the podcast, you can't see my microphone, you can't see me, but I like to do this all at the same time rather than recording them separately. So here I am. It is Friday, January 6th. We are in the energy of the Cancer full moon. Today, I launched my first ever Etsy shop. One of my highest excitements, it's a new one. It is something that has recently entered my life over the past few months. And that is fluid art or acrylic pouring. I know I've mentioned this in other recordings. I don't remember where they are, but maybe I wrote about it in my newsletter. Regardless, I spent three or four months playing around with cheap canvas and craft paint, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. My whole space here is transformed into an art studio, and it's been really, really um, fun and playful and expressive. Something that I have become aware of as I look back at my life, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know why I keep getting all clogged up there. One of the things that I've always loved from the time I was young are the colors of the rainbow. 
I realize now it is the chakras and the work that I've done to bring balance and harmony to my chakra system. I've always been drawn to the colors of the rainbow. I remember when I was, I was in Boston at Faneuil Hall with a friend of mine and they had some sort of kiosk there that everything was rainbow. And I remember my girlfriend bought a few things and I didn't purchase anything at the time. I wasn't making money. Like I was a kid. I didn't have a job yet. And I probably went there with a couple of dollars in my pocket. But I just remember being so envious of her that she was able to purchase these novelty items that had the colors of the rainbow on them. So my passion, my excitement has of fluid art has moved toward the chakras. And I recently created a seven piece, so each chakra on eight by eight canvases. And a friend of mine purchased them. They're almost done. I'm just waiting for something to come in to finish them. And I know that I want to keep doing this. So I thought, well, why not? Let me check out Etsy. I've purchased a few things on there. So today I launched my my own shop and it's called Signature of Light. So I'm really excited about that. More to come in the future. If all these ideas of what I would like to do with rainbow color. And when I go on Etsy, I see there's a lot out there, but I am going to settle into the trust that my excitement is going to take me where I need to go and bring me experiences that are relevant for the themes that I've come here to explore. If it goes nowhere, then it goes nowhere. If people start saying, hey, I like the work that you do, would you be able to create a set for me? Because they're made to order. I don't have sets of these sitting around, even though I do want to create a couple of more and put them aside. But regardless of all that, I'm detached from the outcome. I created the shop. I launched it today and I'm completely detached from the outcome. And this is something I believe that we all need to be doing more of. And that is detaching from the outcome of one of our excitements. So that's part of a formula that I follow that I know I've shared with you. At other points, I got to slow down. I feel like I'm talking really fast right now. Is to take action steps on your highest excitements. Do them to the best of your ability. Take them as far as they will go. But having absolutely no insistence no assumption, no expectation of a perceived outcome. I launched it today. I put it on my website, linked it on my website, posted photos on my website. You can check it out, shaunagalbrand.com. And uh, we'll see where it takes me. But it's, it's, I'm really excited. And uh, that's all I need to be, is excited and inspired and motivated to keep moving forward with it. Which reminds me, if you like this video, if those of you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe below, click that notification bell so you can get notified 
each and every time that I post a video. One other thing that I would like to mention before we or before I get into and today's topic is about self-care. Now, before you roll your eyes, because I know this is something that so many people talk about, but I was in comfort. I don't want to get ahead of myself yet. Let me just say this before I get into the topic of self-care. This past Monday night, my family and I were watching the Bills and Bengals football game. We are, we are a football house and we like our football. And we saw what happened to DeMar Hamlin. We saw him collapse on the field. And just a few minutes ago, before I sat down to record, I looked up some news, the latest headlines, and he has been extubated. He's breathing on his own and he is showing remarkable um, recovery. So I just wanted to say a little shout out for the, um, for the people that donated to his charity that made or uh, received over $7 million since Monday. Huge, really huge. But not only that, his recovery and that it looks like he's going to be okay. Now, will he take the field again? I don't know. But I was so grateful to read that news that he is on his road to recovery and he's doing well and he's extubated. So to all of his family and friends, you know, there's so much support and I wanted to take a moment to acknowledge him. Okay. So today I would like to talk about self-care. And this is not, let me say, let me, let me start with a question for those of you listening. How do you practice self-care? When someone suggests to you or reminds you of the importance of self-care, what comes to mind? And as you answer that to yourself, I'm going to take a sip of water. <clears throat> what are you go your go-tos for self-care? <clears throat> Excuse me. Is it a massage? Getting your nails done? Taking a bubble bath? What is it? Yesterday afternoon, I was on a phone on a phone call with a friend of mine who I haven't spoken to in several years. It was so wonderful to connect with her and have this co-creation of conversation with her, co-creation of energy between the two of us. And the topic of self-care came up in the conversation. And it, it was interesting to hear uh, her responses to her practices of self-care. Now, I am not making light of anybody's choice of what they do for self-care. I want to be really clear about that here. What you do for yourself to help yourself feel better is perfect and right. There is no wrong way to practice conscious self-care. So we talked a little bit about that, and I brought something to her attention that I feel that, or I'm inspired to, bring to your attention today. And that is an alternate or alternative 
practice of self-care, one that I believe in my own experience, not too many of us think about because we typically go to our go-tos. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go take a bubble bath. I'm going to have a glass or two or three or four of wine. I'm going to zone out to the television. I'm going to book a massage. I'm going to go have my nails done. I'm going to take a walk out in nature. All of these things are wonderful. Some of them could be used as distractions like the multiple glasses of wine or the need to completely zone out to the television, but that's for another conversation. We do things to help us feel better physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. What I suggested or brought to her attention was the idea of practicing self-care in a way of canceling out negative thoughts, thoughts that are based in fear, thoughts that bring up the feeling of anxiety or being anxious. So that's what I wanted to talk with you about today and to share with you, I know I've talked about this many times in the past and perhaps you're new to listening to me, so I'm going to touch on it just for a moment. Every morning for most of my life, I woke up and went into fear and anxiety from the moment I came to consciousness. It wasn't until I consciously started to pay attention to where my thoughts went, where my energy went, what pattern of thought and behavior I had in the morning, it wasn't until I started to pay attention to that that gave me the opportunity to begin to shift that and transform that and change that. Do I still wake up that way from time to time? Yes, but the new practices that I have put in place help shift it so much quicker that it only lasts a second or two, a second or two of consciousness, maybe a few more seconds. And that, my friends, is a practice of self-care. I don't think that we give ourselves the awareness of being mindful of what's going on in our minds because we're compulsive thinkers. We spend less time in our heart and our body and we spend so much time in the swirling maze of thoughts in our mind. This is what we've been taught to do. This is how we've been programmed to be. So when I would wake up, my thoughts immediately, the pattern was I would go right to reviewing the day before. I would immediately go to yesterday and scan the day to see where I wasn't in alignment, where I wasn't my true self, where I said something bad, did something bad, did something wrong, said something wrong. And that 
pattern of thought and behavior led to a day of self-judgment, self-criticism, self-persecution, beating myself up, judging myself, punishing myself emotionally and mentally and verbally and sometimes physically throughout my day. The moments that I started to, so I, I, I started to pay attention to that, like really pay attention to that. Now, let me be clear that this new practice started probably a year or so ago. I no longer set an alarm and get up for work as soon as the alarm goes off. That was what my life used to be. I wake up with space to take my time getting up. Now, do I lie in bed all morning? No, but I don't jump up and go into the bathroom anymore. So that gave me the opportunity to say, well, hold on a second. Before I get up, let me take a look at this. Wow, this is what I do. This is a pattern of behavior for me. I don't like this. I don't like waking up and coming to consciousness and immediately looking for reasons why I suck, why I'm a bad person, why I need to be punished, why I can't be happy because I can't be happy until after my punishment and until I'm a good girl and I do things the right way. So this practice turns into self-care. We can practice taking care of ourselves when we begin to notice the patterns of thought and behavior that lead us down into fear, worry, anxiety, self-criticism, self-judgment. How many of you listening right now pay attention to the thoughts you think? How often do you really pay attention to what you are thinking moment to moment throughout your day? How often do you catch the negativity and make a conscious attempt to start to shift it? And that's another thing we talked about yesterday. Because I asked her, what is it that you think about when you wake up in the morning? And she told me what she thinks about. And I suggested to her, I said, hey, what about this? Every time you catch one of those thoughts that are bringing you into stories, fear, anxiety, lack, limitation, negativity, you can say to yourself, oh, there's one of those thoughts. There's that feeling I'm having upon waking up in the morning. This is my pattern that I'm noticing within myself. I don't know how to change this, but I'm willing to change it. I am willing to continue to look at this, to see this, and to understand ways that I can begin to shift this, transform it dissolve it and bring in new practices that are supportive 
uplifting, nurturing, based in compassion, love, joy, and happiness. So for example, oftentimes when I am coming to consciousness, now remember, I don't have to jump out of bed anymore. Maybe you do. Maybe you ha- are, have that sort of life that the alarm is set, you jump and, and out of bed and you're off running. Maybe you could set your alarm for two minutes earlier and give yourself one to two minutes in bed before your feet hit the floor. So along with noticing the patterns, there was the willingness to shift. Now, let me just talk about that for a moment. You don't need to figure out the how. You simply need to be willing. As you're starting to notice things that are not your preference, that are not in alignment with who you prefer to be, and you understand, this is something I want to shift and change and transform. I don't know how, but I'm willing. I'm willing to do it, following up with, all right, universe, show me the way. So with that practice of willing to look at my patterns, I began began to become very present with my heart center and my body upon waking up in the morning. As I was coming to consciousness, I would notice where my thoughts and my energy started to go to yesterday. And I would consciously call it back and I would come into my body. I would feel, or I do still do this, I Feel my physical body from the inside. And if you're really paying attention, if you can be that present, you can feel the energy of who you are in those very still, quiet moments upon coming to consciousness after a night's sleep. So I would settle to the degree I could in my heart center, in my body. And of course, my mind wanted me to keep coming out Instead of beating myself up for not being able to keep my attention within myself, on my energy, in my heart for longer than four or five seconds, I would just simply acknowledge it. Oh, there's my mind trying to take me outside again. Let me come back. Let me just spend 30 more seconds here just feeling me. Noticing, oh, there's my thoughts trying to tell me that I probably did something wrong yesterday. Oh, let me bring it back. This is a practice of self-care because you are shifting your mindset. You are starting the process of shedding conditioning and clearing out beliefs that are keeping you anchored to the past in ways you no longer need to experience. They're keeping you anchored to patterns of behavior that are no longer your preference. They're not in alignment with who you really prefer to be. So that's one practice that I often do in the morning. It's not every morning that I do this particular practice. I alternate. Another practice that I do or that I practice upon waking in the morning, yes, it's it's like intention setting. I mean, sure, you can set intentions all day long, every day. I 
always recommend setting an intention. Question is, what are you doing to remind yourself of your intention? So what I like to do is to put it out there, not only to myself, my higher self, my higher mind, and the universe. It is what I would like to experience for the day. For example, this morning I woke up and I consciously said to myself in the universe, I would like to experience confidence today. That's what I would like to experience. This is what I am drawing towards me. The energy, the vibration, the frequency of confidence. Now, an intention may be, I intend to be my most confident self when I walk into that meeting today or when I meet this person today. It's great. It's beautiful. Keep doing that. This self-care practice is inviting in the vibration, the frequency, the energy, because everything is energy. And I wanted to feel confident. And here I am sitting here recording a video. Kind of had an idea that I wanted to do this today. I knew I was doing some sort of recording today. But that's what I put out there first thing this morning. I choose to experience confidence today. It was nothing specific. I just knew that's the vibration that I wanted to emanate. It's confidence. So this is the self-care practice or practices that I am bringing to you today. That maybe tomorrow morning when you wake up, you'll reflect on this recording, whether you're watching or whether you're listening, and you will start to pay attention to how you are entering your day, what you set in motion first thing in the morning sets the tone for the rest of the day. Now, as you move through the rest of your day, I always encourage you, I always encourage my clients to pay attention to what you're thinking, what you're saying to yourself, what you're thinking to yourself, and perhaps self-care can look like for you catching those negative, fear-based, or limiting thoughts and words you say to yourself. As simple as that. Now, I haven't even talked about, and I don't think I'm going to talk about this today. Maybe I will. What you put in its place. I mean, I did a little bit, right? I, I shared with you my experience of waking up for most of my life and what I've put in its place. But when it comes to the self-talk, the negative self-talk, the stream of thought that's always going on and on and on in the back of our heads, that can be replaced with something that's more supportive, more uplifting, 
more something that's more based in love and compassion and nurturing? Are you triggered by those words that I'm using? We beat ourselves up a lot. We can say lots of mean and negative things to ourselves. Do you deserve compassion and nurturing? Ask yourself that question. Notice what comes up. So these are self-care practices that I encourage everyone to be in, especially those of you who have the tendency to be more negative, the tendency to self-judge and self-criticize. Even though if you are saying to yourself that you have the habit of or the tendency of, it's no longer a habit or a tendency because you're conscious of it. You're choosing to be in those patterns. Just wanted to throw that out there too. So self-care. Self-care in the way of the willingness to shift or start paying attention to shift, transform. Now remember, this is willingness. The thoughts that you have that, again, are based in fear, negativity, and limitation. The patterns of thought that you have. The moments where you are judging and criticizing yourself. Remember, that is the energy of war. The energy of war can show up on a massive scale, like a world war. But it also shows up on a micro scale in a very personal way. I I know I just said remember, but I want to say this again. We were all taught this way. You were programmed into the energy of war. We just don't remember. We don't realize it. But every time that you judge or criticize yourself, every time you you think badly about yourself, you slip into that fear, into that negativity, you're slipping into the energy of war. What would it be like to feel peace and balance, joy and harmony on that inner battlefield? Or I could say it up here, right? Because there's no war going on with the heart. The heart is love and joy and forgiveness and compassion. It's everything. The heart center is everything. The war is actually in our minds. So allow your practice to be putting an end to the war or starting to wave the white flag as you begin to pay closer attention to your compulsive thinking, your negative thinking, your worry, your fear, your anxiety, your negativity, simply by acknowledging it first. Oh, there it is. I just had that negative thought again for the millionth time. And before I end this, let me just let me just ask this question. What thoughts 
have you thought today, are thinking today that you thought yesterday or the day before or last week or last month, last year, five years ago, 10 years ago, 40 years ago? What thoughts are you still thinking today? What are some of your repetitive thoughts? Okay, so 31 minutes. Good. I'd like to keep my recordings around 30 minutes. Um, Self-care. Keep doing what you're doing in regards to your self-care practices, what feels good to you. But this recording is asking you, imploring you, encouraging you, supporting you in new practices of self-care that involve clearing out and dissolving fears, uh, excuse me, beliefs, beliefs, definitions, patterns that are based in fear, negativity, lack, and limitation. This is a suggestion, an encouragement to be in practices that help to unblock your feeling center a little bit more so that you can begin to greet the feeling or the emotion that is knocking on the door of your awareness. Self-care, vitally important for you to find that inner balance, harmony, peace, and joy within yourself. Oh, I gotta draw a card. I completely forgot. I was just going to say farewell to all of you. So I ask Spirit to bring a card, um, I guess, as a follow-up to this conversation about self-care and what it is that we all could use right now. Ant Spirit, time to collaborate. So this is card number one. Yes, so this is in tarot. This is like the magician card. Well, it is. Time to collaborate. As above, so below. You have everything you need. When I draw this card, time to collaborate. Sometimes I think about, okay, who on the in the outside world am I going to collaborate or come into um, relationship with to collaborate together? But what this card really means to me and what resonates so deeply with me is collaborating with myself and with spirit. You have everything you need. For those of you who know the tarot deck, the magician has on his table the wand, the sword, the cup, and the disc or the pentacle. He has everything that he needs to manifest what he is consciously trying to manifest. So you have the tools necessary to integrate, incorporate, put into practice what I have brought to you today. The idea, the willingness to begin to pay more attention to your compulsive thinking, how much time you spend up in your mind, the thoughts you think, the negativity, the fear, the anxiety, 
and allow the practice to be, even for right now, number one, the willingness to take a look at it, but number two, the acknowledgement, simply the acknowledgement. There's that thought again. Oh, I feel that like I'm slipping into that sense of worry like I do every morning, every time I wake up, I, I slip into this worry. I slip into this pattern of this is what I think about, and this is what I think about, and this is what I think about. Ant spirit, collaborating with your higher mind, your higher self, your team in the unseen that is ready to help you with this shift in this transformation. Now, of course, this card can also mean that you are collaborating with another person. So be open to that as well. Time to collaborate and spirit. Okay, that's what I have for today. Thank you all so much. Remember to like, subscribe, share, um, leave a comment below if you would like. And I will end by saying to be in harmony and relationship with yourself first. Know yourself.